Damn, but I will say, the second I said hot dogs, y'all fucking judged me. <laughs> oh, God, Did you lose your goddamn mind? I'm either gonna drink to be happy or drink to be sad, but either way, we're I'm drinking. Drink. I'll take you guys to New Jersey yeah. as a matter. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. I was supposed to post this yesterday, but I uh, had some errands to do in the morning, and I didn't get around to it, and then I had to go to work, and I was like, fuck! Fuck! Forgot to fucking post the podcast. So, I'm posting it now, today, on the St. Patty's Day. Hope that's okay. So, I hope you guys enjoyed round one with Arturo. Hope he, hopefully you got any, any of you guys made it out to his show last night. Um, this is the second round with Arturo. And we talked a lot about skateboarding on this one. The first one was more about music. And then the second one is a lot, a lot of skateboarding stuff. So, uh, but yeah, just growing up and, and hanging out and skateboarding and telling some stories and it was fun. So, uh, here, here's round two. Enjoy. Tuning into the second round, people. Appreciate you. We're back with Arturo. What up? Sup, sup. All right, we are moving along here. Now we are popping or cracking, I should say. <laughs> we are got a can going on here. This is from Founders. And Founders is in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Mm. And this one is Solid Gold Premium Lager 4.4. Legendary taste since 1997. So, damn. Let's uh, see how that one goes. Let's see how it goes, huh? Yeah, this episode we're drinking all pilsners or lager types, which is some of my favorite beers. A lot of people are uh, against them these days. Well, they're just being weird. They're being bitches. Yeah, that's the best they're, they're being uh, they're they're being beer snobs. Yeah, they're, they're probably, and that's okay because a lot of these guys are really into their beer. They're really into, um. You know, some of these crazy high percentage beers or, yeah. or IPAs or whatever, yeah. which I'm into a lot of that stuff too, but just, you know, sometimes and half of the, I'll say half of the time, half the time I just want a chill beer that's just like a lager or a pilsner that I just, you know, don't want to get wasted. I just want to have a couple of beers. Yeah. I need to, I need to think more like you. <laughs> Why would you, what do you normally drink? Just whatever comes my way sometimes. Oh really? Yeah. No, I mean, no, I, I enjoy, that too. yeah, that happens too much for me, but, um, for sure. I like what we're having is like perfect. Yeah. Because, um, that light buzz just is so nice after work. Yeah. It's not, and, it's uh, nothing like uh fucking we're like, Oh my God, I just drank an 8% beer and, and now I'm wasted. <laughs> like like yeah. that happens. Yeah. That does happen. Yeah. 
and it happens too often with with these beers and you're like man i had two beers and i'm fucking drunk as yeah fuck. man yeah because uh, I, don't, I don't know i mean i feel like some people just get so hyped up from the crowd and just trying to get to that level of being fucked up just being with your friends having a good time and yeah. you're just like i need to do three shots yeah and then fucking get on another yeah. level with you guys it's like yeah no slow your yeah. roll slow your roll i need to, i need to slow my roll yeah. but it's good sometimes gonna... that's how i've you know it's taken me a while but i i've, <laughs> I've slow my roll now yeah it's yeah like, now i'm just like okay i just want a mellow beer yeah there we go but this uh solid gold is uh, gold is amazing this is very fresh it's delish oh yeah 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 founders brings it man founders and they make some of the some of the best hard ass beers too they make really it. yeah um yeah, um, I don't even want to get into it. <laughs> it's like, I can, it's just I too just, much. Yeah, yeah okay, I, you're it's gonna, just too much. It's okay, and and half of them are just too hyped up, and I don't even. Oh care. really? I, I don't even care because it's such a, it's such a weird thing. Uh, they make like the breakfast stout, and which people go fucking nuts over. And really? Shit. So, it, the, yeah, they make this KBS, and it's just, it it it's everything is good, but it, I mean. People go out of their way to just yeah. go fucking crazy over it, so I, I don't even feel like talking about that. Okay. I mean, anyway, that's let- <laughs> uh, yeah. It's just For a, sure. Yeah, they they already got their reputation. They don't need more. Yeah, me. they don't need more. They no. don't need more from me. They're uh, good. So yeah, we're talking a little bit more about some other hobbies and shit that you do now too. Um, yeah. So so skate. We'll talk about some skating a little shit, bit. Yeah. So uh, well, how how did you get into that? Or in, okay, do you still skate? I still have the same. That I call natural desire to want to skate. Okay. I think it's been one of the craziest things in my life. I'm 31 and I started first. I first time I ever skate, stepped on a skateboard was I was uh, eight. My my aunt bought me one for, for, I don't remember. I think I must have done something good in school and she got me one. I don't even know. Okay. Nice. But I remember that summer, I, I couldn't put that thing down. I was just on that thing. And you guys out here have skate parks like up the ass. Now we not, do. Oh, you didn't have before? No, no. Oh, before, okay. it, well, I'll get to that part. But, all right, all right. So then I'm eight, I'm skating, and like I, um, you know how you start? You're like on one knee and like going, right? Yeah, yeah. And then I finally learned how to step on one. And then I remember that day where like I hit a rock and I slipped, right? Didn't eat it. And then um, this neighbor of mine, drove right over the board and just just snapped it oh, in half. Oh, just snapped it in half. Oh, And fuck. I was like, no. Yeah, dude, I was devastated. I was <laughs> oh, so God. pissed. Yeah. And then uh, dude never said anything. He just was like, oh, sorry. And then he just went, I was just like, I hated that guy ever well, since. Well, yeah, fuck that guy, man. He, he like, owes you a new board. Yeah, he does. And he's, oh, my God. never know where he's at now. But so then that, that happened. And then I remembered, funny enough, my, this was, I don't remember how old I was. I think it must have been like somewhere between Somewhere between like 11, 12, 11, 10, 13, around that gap time. And uh, my grandma, I guess, was like dating this dude. And he would give me skateboards. But like I was finally skating again. I was just plowing through these boards because I didn't know how to stand on them or stop. So I would like just drag the tail until it was just worn out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. But this is like this is like these are the, the fish boards where it's like flat f- nose and like a tail so yeah, you, got, yeah like, you have you have the flat board and then the only like 80s style yeah exactly it was the 80s board and the board is perfect it ran but i was just anyway so i went through him and he was like every time he'd come pick up my grandma to take her out for like a saturday breakfast or whatever yeah. he would get me a board and then he ran out of them because i just kept running through them and then i just remembered and that just the skating just stopped 
Okay. And then eighth grade came about. And then a buddy of mine took me to this uh, skate shop. They gave me a board. And then someone else donated this and that. And then just had like this Frankenstein hybrid hybrid version of like all these different brands into a skateboard. And then it just never stopped after that. Damn. Yeah. And I, I definitely, through growing up, you know, uh, I want to say like the first two and a half, three years of it was hard. Because um, it was just hard. And then I want to say like around junior year high school, I was finally able to like where I felt like I was getting pretty good. But I was just like, it was hard because I just got to skate with such good kids. They were all so good. And that pushed me and stuff, you know. Oh, definitely. But yeah. anyway, yeah, yeah, definitely. And then uh, after high school graduation, I just, all I did was I went to work and then I skated all day. And that's when I really started actually progressing. Like, and that felt really good. Yeah. But then mm. after that, then the sad thing that always happens with people that skate is like, well, it's common that like drugs and alcohol get involved and then that either goes okay or you just go south and unfortunately a bunch of my friends just some of them got a little too crazy with the drinking and the drugs and stuff yeah and, that happens and i mean and even with music as well you know and yep, yeah yep. but any of that any of that like no uh, rules kind of thing no well no like no rule no rules bad boy mentality because <clears throat> you're just like not necessarily a bad boy but you're just like doing your thing yeah and when you're around a certain type of crowd, like skateboarders, bikers, musicians, that like gets drinking drugs, yeah. whatever. I mean, that's the lifestyle, basically. Yeah, it might be. Unfortunately, I mean, that's what it is it, it, for, most, mean, yeah. for most people. Yeah, and it, it, it is. And um, yeah, I mean, we started partying, hanging out, and that was that was rad because I was such a sheltered kid up until I was 18, you know? Yeah. So I was just, it was fun. So you were um, more like a quiet kid back in the day? like Yeah, so I was yeah. pretty shy. I was yeah. like... Um, I always had a hard time, like, uh, you know, I wasn't like the cool kid, but everybody knew who I was because I, I skated and because I was a drummer. Yeah, for sure. And, um, but no, no, that high school popularity kind of crap. It was just, oh, that's, oh, yeah, that's no, for churro, sure. you know? Yeah. So then like, uh, yeah. So then, uh, I'm like around 18, 19 and I'm starting to see friends less and less. And then I started, I was like, fuck, you know, gotta get a yeah. job now. And then. I started, it was funny because at the time it was like so, kind of embarrassing, but like I started working at Gap. And, oh, okay. And, uh, oh, it's not bad was yet. Was that your was, first job? That was, no, that was like my third, fourth job. Okay. At the time, because I, my first job, two weeks after high school, I started working at this, uh, paint company. And, um, that was awesome. Um, and then from there, I quit there and then I went to school for a year ish. Okay. And um, got really into photography. And that's when skateboarding was helpful because I was just. Oh, dude. Yeah. That's. Yeah. yeah Laura just... told me uh, like a story because she had uh, she had to do something as well. Uh, some kind of photography class that she had. But you took her for uh, some skateboarding. Yeah. And she got to snap some photos. And she yeah, did. dude. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, definitely. We did. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, and it just it, it went. I was like, I know I'm not going to make it as a pro. I, and I was just like, that's fine. I just want to have fun. Yeah, that's. But then I was like, I have to do something with it because this, I love this. You know, to, I adore everything about it. And then photography was there, and with but uh, I had another buddy that was um, also a photographer, and he was really good at it, and was also a filmer. And then another buddy was a filmer. Okay. So we're like, well, let's see where it goes. Let's like, do let's stuff. let's do yeah. stuff. And we didn't. But then 
then music came about and everyone just branched out. And people just grew apart, you know? And um, That happens, yeah. Yeah. It would have cool to come together because then you could have all the trifecta, dude. Yeah. You could have skating, music, and the films. Yeah, dude. Could have made awesome films by yourself, like, like together. Exactly. You know, that just like collaging yeah. this and that or whatever. I don't even know if collaging is a word. But anyway. Um, it should be. It should be. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, anyway, so yeah. So then around the 20, so like I was saying, um, got that job at Gap. And I was like, fuck, dude, like we used to kind of talk shit about gap clothing and stuff and yeah but i was like ah fuck it i just not whatever yeah and then i started working there and then um and then that's that was like a huge disconnect because everybody else is just doing their thing and then after that skateboarding was like was still always like something i wanted my life to revolve around yeah but it was just like it was just get, getting less and less. So and how less. did you guys? Where did you guys skate when you didn't have the parks? Then I'm just oh dude, it was nothing but streets, dude. So you guys did yeah. all street, all street for Park, sure, but parking lots, parking stuff lots like that. Uh, f- okay, curbs like yeah, anywhere, and anywhere, anywhere you could, yeah, in front of like a supermarket. Yep, everything. And the thing was, so we're going back in time. This is like for me, skateboarding started like in ninety ninety nine two thousand. And okay. um, that was a huge turning point because like skateboarding was starting to blow up again when the Tony Hawk Pro Skater came out. Yes, remember that? Because I because I I started skating with some friends who we got this CCS magazine. Oh, dude, CCS was the best back so in the day. So we started getting it in '95. Oh, for sure. And it was super new. I mean, yeah. Then we started getting clothes from there. Yeah. And alien workshop shit and fucking blind and all that like yeah, dude, fun stuff. It was then, awesome. So we were doing the same. And then, um, lost my train of thought. CCS, uh, Alien Workshop. Yeah, well, we started. We started getting like the the catalog for yeah. that, and then it, it was it was it didn't we didn't get Tony Hawk the the game didn't come out yet. I don't think in ninety five. It, it took like oh, it took a while, right? I want to say because it was two thousand two. No, 2000? it was it was a little earlier than that. Maybe two thousand. Yeah. Maybe. 99 yeah, i think you're somewhere right, yeah. around there because i know my friend was living in my basement at the time and i was at my mom's house and we would play the shit out of like Dude. tony hawk and um this fucking this army man game you know the little green army man? Dude. Oh my god, yes. You know that game? Yeah, dude. You're like a plastic figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like it's like a real shooting game and like there's like big to- toys. Like, it's big like toys. The, it's like the Toy Story guys, but yeah, you're yeah, yeah, kind of. I know exactly what you're talking dude, about. So that I we, just don't remember the name. Yeah, I don't remember the name of the yeah, game either. That was a good fucking game. Yeah, but that's the only two games we we played that's that funny. fucking forever and some <laughs> other random games. But yeah, and then That's so funny. But we had been skating, and there's never any skate parks Dude. A- anywhere near us. So yeah. we always had to go to a parking lot, yeah. get harassed by the cops. All the time. And, you Dude, know, yeah. There was, like, we always bring, like, wax and fucking yep. grind curbs yep. and shit and just be like, yeah. Dude. And everybody would, like, go to, like, elementary schools when it was closed at yeah. nighttime, and then we'd <laughs> skate at night. Yeah. Yeah, see, the funniest thing is that it's funny you say that uh, about the whole skate park thing because I remember, well, in my experience, I'm sure – other people saw it differently, but like for sure, everybody uh, has their own little yeah things when would happen to them. Yeah, but Mountain View, from my knowledge, had the only skate. Well, actually, no, I will take that back. There was another school I think in Palo Alto that had like their own DIY park. I think it was like something. The school was called something Ventura, and everybody mm-hmm. would go out there and uh, dude, this was back in the day. This was like 2000, 2001. Um, But then other than that place, so Rangsdorf Park, 
Yes. Okay. Was the only park that was a, people knew about up until when those skateboard like skateboard parks were blowing up, which was like around I want to say. 2004 and on so was that like the first well i want to say the first but like the sort only, of the, the only skate yeah, park in the area at in the, the time. area because wow. in mountain view in mountain right view there. and, and like, Rough Road. yeah exactly that's so that's awesome it, it, it hell yeah for sure like out of all ta- like city towns to have a skate park like, that place had it there yeah and the 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 first skate uh first version of ringstorf park was like super diy kind of thing and like it was just you know it was too gnarly. from in my sights. It was like too gnarly. This yeah. is like you know eighth grade, but then I remember it was freshman year of high school. So it was like two thousand going into two thousand one. That two week you know winter break, and then uh, they had spent that first half of the school year building the city, building a new park. Yeah, and I remember going there the first day, and that place was just. It looked like ants just everywhere. Just all these just kids a- skating. Fucking everybody everywhere. Yeah, yeah. and then. Then it was just like I was there at that park every fucking day. Yeah. Like I was there after school. I would ditch classes to go there. Yeah. Um, and it's like I was there every day. I remember when I don't know if anybody will remember this, but um a few of my buddies we were filming for a video, we were uh, t- um uh filming for it in high school, and Jamie Thomas shows up with Ryan Smith. Okay. And uh, Ryan Smith at the time, I think he was still amateur. He wasn't even pro for zero yet. Okay. And this was like the filming before the Dying to Live video came out. Yeah. And there's like, a, I forget what specific handrail, Tony, uh, excuse me, uh, Jamie Thomas went to skate in that area. But Jamie Thomas shows up and gets a ticket for not wearing a helmet <laughs> at the fucking <laughs> oh, shittiest man. park he's probably ever skated. And wow. Ryan, and the only, and the funniest thing was that, if I'm not mistaken, the cop that gave it to him was like the laziest fucker I've ever seen. Like he just he like, just no cardio at all. No, exactly. Yeah. So um, probably a new guy too at the time. Yeah. But then like um, so Jamie Thomas. Show, this is the and mind you, I would have seen him had I not decided out of all days to leave early that day. Oh, so and you would have been at the. Yeah. I was like literally like just walking home, skating yeah. home, and like then I find out, dude. They, they my friends were like, dude, you fucking missed you it. Missed it. And, like, and Jamie, yeah, I, dude, yeah. I was pissed because oh, you know. So yeah, Tony Hawk. Show, uh, excuse me. Uh, Jamie Thomas shows up. He's with that guy Ryan Smith, and then uh, Ryan Smith was walking around with the beer, so he threw the beer and then jumped over the fence, and then got. They both got tickets, but we we're thinking like, what's a ticket for them? That's nothing, probably. My assumption, I don't know. Probably, yeah. Probably, yeah. they're probably making bank. Yeah, uh, maybe. I don't know. Well, they're, they're still no, amateur. they were. At, they're well, still making pretty good money. I, I, the company was, I, I for sure, because Zero at the time was just like blowing up, blowing up. They were just yeah. killing everything. But um, anyway, so yeah, so and then you know from there, I just uh, I remember uh, one of my favorite skaters that uh, I felt never really got a lot of attention. Reese Forbes had, okay. has like the gnarliest pop. He I, I uh, saw him skate there, and with this guy Colt Cannon before Colt Cannon was pro for Element, and um, and I remember that the I was I was leaving to the parking lot. Reese Forbes pulls out a whole box of skateboards and just threw through the box in, and the board just fly everywhere. And kids just got free boards, dude. That's badass. And I was just like, "Damn, dude!" So there, there are they are nice people. Like, you know, you, oh, you're yeah. you're this kid, and I'm just like, man, pros are probably like, they're probably like rock stars. But yeah, that was like that changed. I mean, my they're life. down to the earth. I mean, that's they they were once were right there. Yeah, they were once kids, and then and but they just had it down, you know. And then, but I mean, and the stories go on, goes on, and then like, um, but yeah, Rangsdorf Park definitely for me was like the a big part. And I, it's just to go back there now is just funny to you know skate it and. 
But um, yeah, anyway, skateboarding for sure. That that was like a huge, a very huge turning point. Just I think if just if not more than music, just because I it's, got to learn something new and well, just have so much fucking fun with it, dude. Yeah, it's I mean it's as the same as music. It's definitely the same kind of bond with your friends, right? Like oh, it's yeah. still this like let's get together kind yeah. of thing or I could go by myself and still go and yeah. and meet people there and yeah. be like, what's up, dude? And like, just like, yeah. I feel like it's a community part of, about it that's just fun. And yeah. in, in my high school, there was nobody. There was like, there was like four, nah, there was probably about seven of us that skated in oh, my, shit. High, in my yeah. high school, maybe okay. at the most. And that yeah. was the smallest group we had and it was like, you know, we all listened to punk rock. We all listened Fuck to yeah. heavy metal. We were all those kind of kids and yeah. i mean there was no we got called skater fags everywhere we went and people tried to beat us up all the time damn like dude. it was like non-stop like bu- being bullied by yeah. like but we were we didn't take any of that shit yeah we were that. yeah we don't fucking care dude i i you know I, we had i want to say we had a shit ton of kids that rode i learned what bandwagoning was meant meant at that at that time because out of all the kids that all you know people i've met um more than three-fourths of them only rode that wave up until it just wasn't enough i mean it wasn't enough it wasn't it wasn't popular it wasn't popular enough yeah and it took them their first official bail to be like oh this sucks i'm like dude no it doesn't like you're gonna bail harder and harder and And harder yeah break stuff it's yeah like, get back on yeah that's, that's a hard life it is and it's like and for for example like for, right it, it, so um right now i'm going through this like kind of this like whoa phase where a lot of the pros that were young as hell when i was a kid are now reaching 40 45 oh for i mean and look at tony hawk he's yeah, like what dude, but 55 the, yeah dude that dude and he's still killing kills it dude still killing it and um it's just anyway but yeah, it it was it's um it's gnarly. I mean, and like you were saying with music and skating, one thing I definitely learned was that like you can definitely play mu- a, an instrument by yourself, mm-hmm. but that can only get you so far. And in skating, like I thought I was like whatever, dude, you know sucks. I can't keep up with, you know, all these guys and can't, you know, see them as much, but also go skate, but dude, it is a different experience when you're skating with your homies. And to me, I'm thinking like back in the day you it would like it taught me like the importance of like committing to my word because it's like, dude, Friday, you know we don't have cell phones, we don't have like internet and shit. Yeah, we didn't have so any of that. Stuff. We'd have none I, of that. I mean, it was it was around, but it just started basically. Yeah, and we, we weren't like calling on each other to cell phone. We're like, yeah. we're still in the 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 fucking term. We're like, I'll meet you at your house exactly tomorrow at this time. And so you, had go, you, you had to go. You had yeah, you had to you had to go because you, you couldn't commit. be like, oh, I fucking woke up late. Like no, no, you had to go. You woke up late. You fucking got dressed fast. Yeah. and ran out the door. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm fucking late. Yeah, dude. You know you can't be like texting somebody like, dude, I'm not making it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fucking victim <laughs> of fucking that, dude. <laughs> dead now. But no, yeah, yeah, no chance. Yeah, and that's I think that's what was like. It, it also felt nice to be like. We're going to meet each other at Rainsurf at like at 9.30 um, and then we're going to skate their warm up for like about two hours and then we're going to go figure some shit out. I'm like, okay, for sure. Yeah. I got my ass up at 7.30. I fucking showered and... and Out the door. Out the door and like... and then I'm thinking nowadays it's like I admire driving down the street and seeing kids on bikes. Oh, yeah. You don't see any fucking child out out there anymore. Like they're all indoors. Who knows? 
I don't know. Not doing anything. Video games. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but yeah, video games are cool. But like, dude, when you can't fucking go outside, no, you gotta, you have to, you you have to, you have to have a balancing life for that. Video games are fun. You gotta be active. Yeah, you know, you have to be out there skating. You have to be out there biking. You have to be out there. Well, I don't know, doing some shit for sure. I mean, there's, yeah. there's tons of shit around here to do. I mean, there's so much yeah. hiking and fi- there's so yeah. so much, so much, dude. Yeah, and but and and yeah. So, but in in a nutshell, that dude, skating was like <clears throat> is still to this day one of the most lingering like like guilts where I'm just like, fuck, dude, another day that I didn't go skate. Like at least stand on the damn thing, you know? Yeah. And it just it just can't go away. It's just weird. I thought no. I, I thought I'd grow out of it or something, you know, like. Oh, this is a good time in my life. I was like, no, dude, I can't get over that shit. Yeah, I mean, I feel like most of those things, like nothing really should grow out of your life. It should just grow with you, right? And yeah, you, for and, sure. And you should just, well, I mean, we should just, uh, to, say, you know, to say that, is like we should just be able to um, adjust with it. But I think the older you get, it's harder to adjust to it because as a kid, what do you do? You don't have responsibility yeah. as much, right? So you, you get home from school. Yeah. You're like, dude, what are you doing? After school, man, Pfft, nothing. Are you doing homework? Fuck, fuck doing no. homework, dude. Fuck hell no. Let's go skating. Awesome. Let's do it. And so, you know, you're, the rest of your high school, like, sophomore up, yeah. you're like, fucking kid, you know, you get your own car, fucking kids are yeah. piling in. You yeah. Know, like, oh. dude, all the boards are piling in. <laughs> you're sure. fucking, let's go to the parking lot and fucking ride this. There's a ramp over there. You launch off the fucking loading dock yeah. and shit. And like, oh, cool. And yeah, yeah I mean, that's, that, so it's, I, I feel like as, it never leaves you as like kid as a kid or anything you grow up with like things never leave you yeah it's the fact that it's just harder to balance it and grow with it yeah and not grow out of you yeah even playing guitar or doing yeah. these things like you know somebody that would say like oh that you should grow up and grow out of that get a real job or some shit you know some some stupid yeah. like some stupid that somebody an asshole yeah. would say right exactly. and you're like no fuck that i keep all my hobbies i keep everything i do yeah and I, I want to, like you said before, it's, um, it's harder now, um, to not be able to do my hobbies. I yeah. guess it's like it's like I need those outlets, and I need to be able to do those things at some point because I need to get what we're lacking. Right? I need, yeah. I need a little taste of this. I yeah. Need, I need a taste of that. It's like yeah. It's like you know what I'm lacking? Skateboarding. Yeah. I'm lacking in. I need to get back, get out there and yeah. get, some, get some cardio and yeah, exactly. ride the ramp a little. You know, just yeah, just, just a little. Just not even worry about breaking my arm. It's like, fucking, but yeah. when I'm out there, I'm like, I don't want to break my arm. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I don't want to. Do- well, then you don't have to jump. Just fucking cruise. You know, exactly. Yeah, for sure. But it's like if I break my. The thing about that too is like it's not the fact that I'm necessarily like really scared about breaking my arm because if it happens, it happens, and I, I don't want to. But if it does, it does. But then it's like I'm out of work. Yeah. for a minute. I'm like, I can't do this that well. Yeah. It's like that results in now I have no money. Yeah. And you know, so it's a different scenario when you're doing physical things. Yeah. It's like if I break my leg, then I can barely walk. That's like yeah. hard to fucking get around. That's yeah. like okay, that's a different story altogether. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But you know, it's funny adding to what you're saying, you know, with life and everything. I think the one thing that's it's emphasized for me is just the um almost not if if not the most yeah, definitely the importance to like do live a simple life too. Yeah. You know? And it's like, I think one thing that's been hard for me uh, or hard for me in general was always to link with people that just need to have like this like need or not just, I mean, there's a want that's fine, but I think a need or dependency on, on making a lot of money, you know? 
And uh, I'm kind of going through this phase where I'm just like, you know, it's okay to make more money, but like you got to sacrifice a little bit to get there, you know? Yes. And that that's in general for some people, it's like, no, it's not that hard. But dude, when you have so many different interests and they all help you get through the day differently, it's very hard to put one away for a long time. Oh, def- it definitely know? is. For sure. And and that's skateboarding for me. So. Yeah. So yeah. That, that was one for me too. And I haven't, I mean, I have a skateboard now that I just cruise. Yeah. Um, that my friend bought me for my birthday, uh, last year or two years ago that I basically sometimes just ride to my car and I yeah. might, I might do a kickflip here and there just to fuck around. Yeah. You know, and be like, that's fun. Yeah. I'm like, can I still do it? And I'd be, Pow! I'm like, yeah, that's the yeah. sort of, I don't really necessarily Dude, got yeah. it, but it's like, I could do it. Yeah. Like, I can do, I can do some tricks that I have done back in the day, like a pop shove it or a kick flip. Yeah. My heel flip suck dick. I can't heel Fucking flip at all. Can't. I could never do heel I flips. Can, I could do them. I, I learned them finally switch and nollie, but I just can never do them regular. Yeah, I can't. But, I, it's it. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, dude, it's uh, it's just, uh, yeah, hobbies, outlets, you know. And we're going to get to our last beer, too. Oh, nice. Which is, uh, normally I don't. So <laughs> No way. Not Not normally that I don't, like... I just don't do commercial beers for the most part on the podcast. Yeah, okay. But at the same time, I don't give a fuck. It's <laughs> my podcast. I'll do commercial beers. There you go. So we're doing Stella, motherfuckers. Fuck yeah, dude. Stella Artois. Yeah, dude, Stella's been good to me, man. We're going to do it. It's good to me, man. I drink some Stella at least, um, I want to say once a week. At oh, least. wow, yeah. So frequently, I frequently. That's brew. good though, man. But I think you know what though. I mean, I'm not I, a beer snob, dude. I'm not. I know you're not, dude. I think you I'll just drink like everything. I don't know. I I think with a few beers we've had, I I I want to say you. It's not the commercials. Like you just don't. You prefer to give something that has natural quality more attention. Yeah, because well, I, I feel like they I, I, almost. I mean, for example, let me give you an example. Of what I'm trying to say, Heineken used to be my top beer, hundred percent. Okay, for sure. Within the last five years, to me. I don't I, I I don't want to say that maybe I got used to it, but I sincerely feel that Heineken's quality of taste dipped a lot within the last yeah. five years. Yeah. So that's why I switched over to Stella. Okay. And so it's like I mean, yeah, Stella gets a lot of attention, but like yeah. I think they still taste good after five years. So the thing is I I think they taste great too. And you know, and, and the thing is they don't need a sponsor they don't need anything to sell it because everybody yeah. will buy it yeah that's what they ask for and like i said i'm not a beer snob i'll drink pbr i'll drink fucking dirt shit beer yeah i'll drink stella i'll drink anything what i do is i like to promote if i can or even just talk about the beers that don't get enough attention yeah and that's the thing that sometimes needs to happen you know like the small guy needs to get out there and i like to support the yeah. locals dude oh for sure 100 percent, man but, definitely you know but at the same time fuck it <laughs> you know it's okay to throw in a beer here or there, and this one is brewed in Belgium. Oh, yeah, dude. So Belgium, brewed by man. the Stella Artois Brewery and Levin, Belgium. You ever been out there? I Yes, I've been to Belgium. Shut up. No way. I've been to France and Belgium on a trip. Nice. Uh, Belgi- I blacked out on some delirium. If you, ever, you ever have delirium before? No. Uh, we got to sit down and drink a delirium, my friend, one oh, time. Oh, yeah, we will. Yeah. That's definitely going to happen. It is... So it's not the craziest beer, but okay. they're strong. Back then, well, a few years ago, it's almost like probably, fuck, dude, five. I always forget what the fuck year I'm in now. So five, so probably about eight years ago, 
give or take seven, seven, eight years yeah. ago. I think seven now. Yeah, probably seven, eight years ago. Anyway, whatever. Uh, is when I went, and I just started drinking. Well, I just started getting into more of the craft beer scene in the Belgian scene. So I was, okay. I got into Belgian beers a lot. Like, so I went from like lagers, pilsners, um, you know. Uh, so you go, you go like Miller Lights, PBR, yeah. Stella, uh, fucking whatever, whatever taste that they're all in the same category. So they're either lagers or pilsners. Gotcha. And then, then you get into like pale ales, like uh, Sierra Nevada, okay, Lagunitas Pale. So you get into some random beer, yeah, yeah. like those kinds of beers. Then you get to IPAs, which are a little hoppier. Then they're like, mm, and they're stronger too. Yeah. So they're seven percent. Because this is what four, Three, four, four point four somewhere. Somewhere. So then you start getting double. Five. Then you almost get almost double. This might be the highest one we've had. This is five. Yeah, this is five. Yeah. All right. Yeah. This like, is the highest one we've had. We've, yeah. So Stella is the highest out of all the ones that we. But this this founder's solid gold was yeah. fucking good. Yeah, that was. I fucking drained. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah, that was a good but, one. But then I started getting and progressing into beer. So I started drinking after the IPAs. I was like, these IPAs are good too. Then I started getting to Belgians. Okay. And Belgians start getting sweet and different yeast flavors. Yeah. And Delirium was one of them. And in Belgium, you know, they're like 8, 9, 10%. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I must have had fucking. 10 13 of those oh things God, and i was dude. just like out out woke Damn. up yelling throwing up shit doing all kinds of shit i was i took a shit in a bidet fuck, <laughs> fuck yeah dude <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know where i didn't know where i was so that's hella just, cool yeah it was, it was Damn. Bad, it was a bad good time it yeah, was, it was, it was not good, good but at the same time i look back on it and i just laugh because yeah. i'm like that's who i was at the moment fuck, and i was like gnarly. i was being totally turd <laughs> that's crazy that's wild how long we out there for? Uh, I was we were on a trip from France to Belgium for probably about a week or so. Oh wow, a okay. week, maybe a little, yeah, probably about a week. Oh okay, but like they're not that far away from each other, correct? No, it's no. Like, so what? we took uh, we went from France, and had a good time in Paris, and then you take the this train, the bullet train, to some kind of um, speed train. That just launches you over there in a couple hours. Dude, my God. Yeah, and then... Dude, the Europeans just have that down, dude. They get you across, like... Get you where you need to go. And yeah. I mean, it's designed that way, right? It's yeah. Just, um, old old stuff, though, which is really fun about it, I think, is the fact that uh, it's fun to even go to church because it's so fucking crazy there. Like, Damn. just the way it looks is... Can you not go specifically, but you, yeah. as a tourist, you, like, go and check out these chapels, and they're yeah. just fucking... You just stand there and you just can't believe how big yeah. things thing, are. Yeah, and all that stuff was done by hand, dude. Right? Just Which like, is like carved and built yeah. and just and, and how dude. and how old it was yeah. is, is the the craziest thing. I mean, it's like they're not some two, of these five years old. They're like fucking hundreds hundreds of years old. Yeah, I had, I had a separate trip, different trip that I went to. I went to uh, Ireland. And oh I, my god, and how I was went, that? Oh, dude, Ireland's the best. I never say anything bad about the Irish. Dude, the Besides, Irish are the fucking dude, shit, dude. They know the drink, they know the jazz, yes. and they play. And they do music. Yeah. Music and drinking go hand in hand, and that's, the, that's all they do, and then they do it all night, every night. It doesn't fuck. But they're on a Monday, it was just fucking jamming. I was like, really? Whoa, damn. Oh, shit. So, but I went to the one of the oldest brewery, or one of the oldest uh, bars, which was built in like 1040 or some shit what? like that. Yeah. 
was like 10 I was like this building's been here since 1040 I was like almost a thousand years That's before so, me. Yeah. It's like, you know how many fucking people have been through this bar? God. It's that's what's cool about Europe. That's that yeah, 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 for sure. The history, huh? The history, just being like in a nostalgic place of yeah. being like, wow, fucking people have do- have fought and died and drank and fucking lived life yeah. so many fucking times. Over not, and- not that they haven't here, but in America it's just it, it was a it was a different scene because it was the Native Americans as opposed to yeah. like when the Europeans came over and conquered it, right? Yeah. So they were all over there doing their thing. Yeah. In almost like a Western life, yeah, kind of a thing of brewing <clears throat> beer, doing this that. Like we weren't brewing beer in America like that then. They, no. they were fucking brewing beer. Yeah. They're like, we got the shit down. Like yeah. they're, and I feel like they were like excelling almost in life back then. They just had a head start, dude. Yeah, they had a, they had a good they head, had head start. They, they had something going for them. I don't know what it was, but it was something. Something happened out there. Well, and, I mean, it's just that can that can go to another topic. Yeah, you yeah. You know what I mean? But, dude, Europe just, like, a buddy of mine says it well. They're just 2,000 years ahead of us, always. I love the Stella. Dude, this, this is kicking in, huh? It's fucking good still. I like Stella. That, that's why. That's but the gold, I think the gold was a little better. Oh, for sure. Flavor. Just yeah. a, smid, a smidgen better. Yeah. But I will drink this, some shit out of some Stella. Oh, dude. That's why I tell you, man. Um, still good. The Belgians have it down. They do. Yeah. I they're, mean, they're, they're brewing beer motherfuckers. Like that, those yeah, huh? guys, the Irish, um, even the English. But the English don't do beer quite as well. That in my, Well, they don't do it to my liking. Okay. They do a lot of cask beers, which are a lot of flat room, like cellar temp, hmm. you know, uh, just oh, okay. English okay. ales, like that are whatever they want to do, like yeah. hops and whatever. But like, you know, like I was never a fan of like Boddington's or mm. um, the old speckled hen. I don't, I don't even like that too much. But there's so many, yeah, ones that are just like, eh. Okay, you I'm can. not really about the English beer. Huh, interesting. The Irish, everyone's do it got be- their own. The flavor. Irish do it better. The Be- Belgian does it better. Yeah, uh, even Germany does it better. Oh, Germany's you another know. another thing. Yeah, now. the Czechs, the Czech Czechs too, yeah. really. Huh? The Republic Czech Republic does some really. I mean, that was the first Pilsner. Uh, what was it? Uh, off, fuck, I'm having a brain fart. I can't remember. Yeah. Oh, right offhand, I I took like a a, a small um. It wasn't a class. Okay. But this guy showed me how to brew beer oh, wow. on, a, on a truck Whoa! that came through. And it was like, we're serving this. And there was like three ways to pour it. And I thought it was I thought it was kind of cool. And I can't remember all three, but I remember two. Okay. Which so, are those? So two are just the regular pour. Like you just, you know, you, you start with the glass tilted and then you, you get about maybe about an inch of head. So an inch about it is foam. Okay. And it's the way you pull the the, the tap handle. Damn. Know? And then the second one is you fill the, the it, this one's called the closer. Okay. And you fill the entire glass with foam. So, so with it's all head and then you just chug it. Whoa. Yeah. But that and it's called the is, closer. Oh shit. Oh. So when you like <laughs> when you're like so so when you want to order the last beer. Mm-hmm. of the night and all your friends are drinking and you're like, I don't want to get a whole nother beer. And you're like, give me this one. And the, the glass looks just white when you pour it. It's just all white. But in order to get that foam, you're not opening yeah, it's the like, whole thing. No, it's, it's, just it's like, like a half, it's like a I half see what you pool. Mean. You know, That's so it's wild. all head. 
Yeah. And it just fills up with head and you just sit there and you dr- you sip it or drink it or chug it with you know your, so if your friend like, if your friend has like this much beer left and you're like I don't want to get a full beer again yeah. but I do I want to get something yeah and then you just get that wow so I'm, dude your te- it, it's I'm I'm like well, it was the guy showed me and I was like uh, in and I'm blanking on the fucking because I've been we'll drinking, get it yeah. we'll get I, it I don't know Whatever. but but it was a cool class that's rad ish kind of thing and you've been doing the whole beer thing for a while now huh it's been about um. So after I did uh, auto body or not auto body or I say uh, tech um, um, mechanics and, yeah. and, and 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 auto tech and all that kind of stuff, then I I just started bartending. I was like I just need to get out of this life. I hated working. I hated being a mechanic sort of thing. I liked I love learning it. Yeah. And I liked doing it for a while. Yeah. But after ten years, dude, it took a wear and tear that I was just like. Man, fuck this place and fuck oh, this wow. shit. And I was like, dude, but that's that's ten years and this one thing is a long time. It is. It's 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 a while. Yeah, and it is. It, you feel it. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, dude, I, I I'm learning that right now, and I, I hope I, this doesn't distract from where you're going. No, not at all. But like, um, this November hits ten years of doing after school programming, mm. and it's like, damn, I really stuck to this shit. Yeah, that ten was years. Just great. I mean, I love it. I, and you're still loving it, yeah? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Which fun. is a plus, man. If you can, yeah. can, if you can continue to love that much, it's worth it. Yeah, it is. Because sometimes, you know, I, I mean, you can fall out of love with a lot of things. Oh and, yeah, for you sure. Know, it's easy to. I never. The thing about it is, I never loved cars to begin with. That's that's funny you say that. Yeah, okay. I don't like cars. And, yeah. And, and that might sound weird to a lot of people, and. I can't express that enough half the time. I just liked working on something and fixing it and, and figuring out how to fix it and, and why this is happening. Oh, okay. So I so love you, the process and I love the trial and error. You know what I so mean? Do you, okay, so let's say you, you took that whole – the interest of fixing and solving and figuring out, mm-hmm. but this just fed that curiosity or that want. Yes. Which was – been yeah. a mechanic for 10 years. And then they kept upping my pay, giving me more money. And I was like, okay, I'll take it. And then, you know, when yeah. I left, I was making a pretty good hourly wage. And nice. I was like, nice. Nice. And then I just, I kind of changed my whole lifestyle all the way around, dude. I was like, and up until then, I wasn't even smoking weed. Yeah. So I, I just kind of, do no. you think it kind of sedated you enough to maybe avoid it? It was like... I just didn't have that mentality. My mentality was like work, work, yeah. work. I was in bands. I was like after work, I fucking got I had this show to go to. Oh shit! I was yeah. like my head's got to be clear. I wasn't doing anything besides drinking. That was like fucking me up at all. Yeah. So and and not that it could you know drinking get can get bad as well. But I was yeah. like, but I would be playing a show every weekend. Every Damn, every dude. weekend I would have a show and I'd be like, dude, I gotta fucking get out of here, like early. And yeah. they're like. Well, you still got cars to work on. I'm like, listen, I told you this. I wrote it on the fucking calendar, and they, you know, yeah. they would just give you shit. Yeah, for sure. It's a job. It's the same job. They got to do what they got to do. You can't leave early, dude. You're fuck. You got to work. You get, you know. I was like, I understand. I got priorities and, and fucking responsibilities, but I, I got know. fucking shows to play too, dude. I got fucking music yeah. to be had. Yeah. And then, so I just got tired of it. I was, and then I just didn't like it anymore. Yeah. And then I really started getting into like weed, and then. I was getting divorced and stuff, so oh, my shit. whole lifetime, okay. my whole life was like 
changing yeah at that at that kind of period of time yeah and then i got a job washing dishes for about three days and they were like you want to bartend i was like of course i do oh shit so then i started bartending and then beer came into your life and beer came into my life more and more (laughs) okay it was already in my life for sure and drinking was yeah it just got more and more knowledge about it nice and then you know, it, it mixing drinks. I was mixing drinks at this bar and doing some other stuff. So I started getting into doing like recipes with beer or wow. recipes with cocktails, and then getting into more styles of beer. And, yeah. and and there's so much beer out there that it fucking takes so long Dude, to figure out yeah. what you like and what's new. Yeah, because there's so many fucking beers that people are like, I never even heard of that. Yeah, it's like. Well, I understand why you probably wouldn't hear of that mm-hmm, because it's mm-hmm. not common to people who don't drink beer. And I'm going to just say that the first two that we had, never heard of them, mm-hmm. never had them. They're delicious. And then obviously we have Estella, which is just blown out of proportion. Yeah. But yeah, for sure. And, but, uh, yeah. And, and Alvarado Street is getting popular right now. They're the new hot thing in beer. Okay. So they're selling cans and, and all kinds of shit. And they're on from Monterey. Wow. So Alvarado Street's blown up as far as like beer goes. They're the new... Well... Now they're getting to be the not new hot thing as far as like they were like the uh underdogs ever blown up. They were like the up and coming band. Gotcha. Okay, for sure. And that then now they're kind of like they're reaching a peak, but they're not there yet. They're almost there. Okay. But they're still great. They have great cans, great beers. Um and that was the first one we had, which nice. was the the Schwartz one. Yeah, that was so good. they got all these weird labels and, yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And then the second was Green Flash, which has actually been popular for a while that got bought out by a major, I think, I think anyway, if, if you know. Yeah. It, it all has to do with the same thing as like bands. Like if a band signed to a major label and you're like, that used to be the hit band. And, and then, then they signed to a major and now they've gone down. Yeah. Now they're going down. Now they're going down. So now Green Flash is like, people are like, I was like, oh, you want a Green Flash? Like, really? What else you got? Yeah. They're beer snobs. They don't. It's like a, being a, a band snob, you know. Yeah. It's like you know, you hate seeing your your favorite band get popular, which I never understood why. But yeah. I but I I hated seeing them get popular because you get all these douchey fans. Yeah, I. But then again, what the fuck do I care? <laughs> you know, why should I care? <laughs> yeah, that I think that's just the wiser side of you speaking. I'm getting. I'm showing my age now. Yeah. No, it's not. I mean, fuck age, dude. But yeah, for that's sure. That's another topic too. <laughs> no, no, yeah, dude, for sure, for sure. But go on forever. Yeah, shit. fuck age. Um, I remember what it meant to not be into a band out of pure stubbornness and ignorance when I went to go see Fall Out Boy play. I went to it. I. I. Um. <laughs> I. I don't like their music. I don't like their music either. No, they're fucking... Oh, I'm sorry, you guys. But that combination to me what didn't convince me. They're not shit because they're good, period. They can write music. But I'm gonna, and to my taste, I didn't like them. But their drummer, though, I saw that guy play. And out of all four of those members... I want to say it was four. Yeah, there was four guys. There was four yeah. guys. The only one that convinced me to be any musician was that drummer. Because just the composure. Yeah. Consistency. The first time I had ever seen a drummer play, and he fucking killed it, you know? Well, I think that about most drummers in music. They kind of are the backbone of every band. Yeah. And if you have a good drummer, you uh, you probably got a decent band. Damn, You dude. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I And <laughs> the thing about that, too, with, with the other with the, the members, too, it's like 
the drummers necessarily don't ever come up with like this image that they are. You know, they're just drumming. Yeah. They might not love they they might not even love the music they're playing. Or they might, you know, I don't know. Yeah. They're, but they're still just doing what they love and yeah. rocking it out. Yeah. 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 And the guitar and the people it's like for Fallout Boy, it's just like to me, those bands sort of ruined punk rock in a sense. It, yeah. Because it, it went from awesome punk bands to getting poppy. Like when you got Blink 182 coming in to yeah. play. And then as soon as Blink 182 got popular, then it was like. It brought attention to a lot of those. A lot of really pop, pop, yeah. pop. And then it started getting like pop emo. Yeah. And it was like, it, it kind of went downhill. Well. In popular punk, I would say. Because punk rock, punk rock is still around, still heavy. It's yeah. still going where punk. I want it to go. You know, for me, I've I've learned I've learned a lot. I've I I can't say I've learned because you never stop learning with music. Mm -hmm. So throw that one out there. But out of there. But uh But you're still learning, but you're still getting yeah, information. But, definitely. But, but definitely the one genre that has always had this like I want to say this war is punk. Yeah. Because I feel that punk rock is just a. It just needs to be loud and messy to actually. Con I, well, again, maybe I'm fucking it up, but like I no, think no. that punk rock it just they. It's like they're not concerned about chord progressions. They're not concerned about theory. It's like it's just na it is just natural music, you know. That's well. The, the thing about punk rock is it's honest. Yeah. It's meant to be loud. Yes. It's meant to be fast. Fuck yeah. It's all about in your face, dude. Hell and yeah. And it's all about. The kids just flying off the fucking handle. They gotta, yes. they got to get all that angst out of them, yes. and that's an outlet. And it, yeah, it is. And it's funny you say that because, like, to this day, uh, no, no, excuse me, to this one experience I'm about to say, my assumption was that punk heavy metal shows were always the most violent. But a a, a cop told me one time, um, I was a side job I was doing for the um for the after school programming thing I'm doing. Uh -huh. I was doing back then. Yeah, um, worked for these cops, and we did like this like. Uh, all day Saturday afternoon, well, not all day Saturday afternoon, afternoon uh, soccer camp, and these two cops were talking about their experiences with you know the people, and they told me that the craziest shows are the country shows. Yes, <laughs> I I was like the country shows, like what the fuck those guys? Yep. I mean, like yeah, you know, country's country, but he was like they fight, they fight, dude, and they a lot of those assholes. I'm sorry, I don't want to be racist or just, not, but he was like the white girls, they can't handle their liquor. And I was like, nope. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> he, yeah. was, he was just telling Dude, me this shit. Yeah, there's a white girl wasted, man. I, I guess. And and up until and that then there's time. then there's the fucking cowboy rednecks who are trying to fucking fight the other cowboy rednecks because their girlfriend's wasted and talking shit. Damn. And they're all wearing skimpy ass fucking Daisy Dukes, Dukes to yeah. nothing. So asses are out. Titties are out. Oh, God. Just, everything is out. That's messy. And these guys are just fucking testosterone, yeah. um, cowboy yeah. hat wearing, Yikes. horse riding motherfuckers. <laughs> like, no. That's so fun. But anyway. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But that's. No. Because I, I used to work at the uh, Shoreline over here. Oh, that's so funny. A, a couple of times. <laughs> I worked there for like three, two, two to three seasons. Oy. And the country shows were the worst. Fights, drunk, Damn. people yeah. just fucking being assholes. Yeah, like, dude. Terrible. Damn, that's crazy. Terrible. Punk shows, awesome people. I was watching this uh, little documentary. Was it a documentary? Well, uh, for Slayer. Mm -hmm. 
and fucking slayers of shit. I can't believe they're going to be there. This is their, like, this is their, their last, their, their last world tour. Yeah. Somebody, I was like 37 oh. years, dude. Yeah. 30 fucking seven. I remember dude, listening to them for the first time. I was like, this is fucking cool. Oh dude. Slayer dude. I fucking love Slayer dude. Been a long time yeah. for Slayer. Yeah. I think I, I discovered Slayer probably super early nineties when my uncle turned me on to Metallica, Anthrax and Megadeth. Because Isn't it, that the Big Five? There's one more band in there. Oh, the Big Five. What is it? Uh, Metallica, Slayer, Megadeth. I don't Anth- know if Anthrax is in there. I thought it was Anthrax. It might be Anthrax. It but might there's be. one more. I forget the fifth guy. Um, because I know that I always remember that out of the at the that Big Five, Lars always plays drums. That's the only drummer I ever remember seeing on stage. Which he's not good. <laughs> Lars is like the worst drummer. You think so? With the best band. Like, Lars has the best band. Yeah. And he's the worst drummer. You think so? Oh, yeah. Without Dude, a doubt. I thought I was obsessed with Lars all through high school. I thought he was, he was shit. He was awesome when it first started. Like, getting into metal, you're like, yes. Yeah. And you're like, he should progress. And then if you listen to like, if you listen to like, uh, and I know this happens in progression with humanity and people that grow, uh, but, and then this drummer actually passed away, but. If you listen to the first drummer for Avenge Sevenfold, oh that guy, he he, he, he fucking brings it, dude. That that yeah yeah. That's, that's, I mean that's a drummer. Yeah, that motherfucker can drum. Yeah, like Lars is just, you know, he's just doing yeah. like, yeah. He's got one bass pedal, one snare. You know, he's yeah. just like, you know, his hi hats. Uh, like it's just not there, dude. It's, Damn, that's gnarly. It, you th- know, this is like the this is a little. Interesting, because you're... And I love Metallica, dude. I've been listening to Metallica since yeah. fucking uh, 88. Like, damn. it's been a long time. Yeah, you... So, yeah, you probably were around... Yeah, uh, you you were... Damn, 88. Damn, that's gnarly, dude. Yeah, that was, I, was, I was 8 in 88, so all my, oh, my, nice. my, my mom's friends and stuff where I got me into Metallica, For Anthrax, sure. like I said, all those... Was that the year that uh, Injustice came out, too? Yeah. No, yeah. Or, it, it was around that. Yeah, it was around uh, 88. Because 86 was uh, Master of Puppets. Yep, 86 Master of Puppets. Before that, 84, I think, was Ride to Lightning. And then 82 was uh, Kill em All. I think that's... A, 82 or 80. One, yeah, 80. somewhere between 80 and 82 yeah. was, was Kill em All. Yeah. But I think it was... I might have been 80, but... Uh, but yeah. yeah, but those... Fucking best albums, For, and then yeah. in 1990, uh, that's when uh, the Black album came out. Okay, so for me, I when I got into Metallica, I was in high school, and their first album, the first song I ever listened to. Remember that one uh, fucking uh, app? I'm not app. The uh, Napster, one, na- not Napster, LimeWire, Kazaa. Oh, Kazaa. Yeah, yeah, Kazaa. So Kazaa got that shit downloaded my first metal song, and it was Seek and Destroy. Oh shit! And All it right. was like, and so my, I was like, that's that was my first, that was my introduction to metal. Because uh, yeah, I had started with the Beatles, moved on to Metallica with Seek and Destroy, and then. Um, I remember like listening to all the albums and stuff, like fucking like memorizing them. And at the time, I thought Lars was a shit, dude. I was like, this guy's fucking sick. And he was at the time. Like I said, at, at that time. At that time. But he wasn't when the fucking, bad. yeah, when after Injustice, I com- I couldn't listen to them anymore. Yeah. And it wasn't up until fucking Death Magnetic came out. Oh my God, yeah. And then I was like, fuck, now I know what it feels like to listen to a band that you can't enjoy anymore and it's like they they still wrote music and props to them i'm but, glad they're still doing metal yeah exactly but i just i just couldn't enjoy it anymore no, exactly. and but then death magnetic came out i was fucking excited 
And then when fucking uh, their last album, I uh, the one the one that just uh, came out, of the uh, Hardwired to Self Destruct, and yeah. that just fucking settled me. Yeah, I was out uh, Mexico City. I had I downloaded that. I bought that shit, and I'm glad I gave him my fucking ten dollars because that album, I I love it. I like it a lot. I haven't listened to it. Is it good? It's good. You know, for me, it's good because they. It felt like listening to what might have. It felt like I was. If they would have kept going. Yes, I after, felt like this was after my and justice. Exactly. This is my for me my and justice. Yes. Okay. That that for that, that for sense. me. It, it, I was just like, yeah. dude, and um, to fucking start the album the way they did the first, especially the second track, I was like, dude, fuck yes. Anyway, so um, but anyway, yeah. Um, no, it, this is yeah, and I love Metallica. Like I said, I am a huge Metallica fan. Fuck yeah. It's just that I could never stand Lars and I always hated his drumming. You know when I fucking and he was always doing some fucking double bass too yeah. and I was like you're a pussy. <laughs> I know punk bands that can do double bass with one foot motherfucker. Yeah. One foot. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. And I was always on my drummers one foot yeah. fast. Yeah. And they're like god damn it. Yeah. They would always hate me. My drummers used to hate me. Fuck, dude, but I like, drummers need that shit, though. I'm Sometimes. Yeah. Like, I was like, it needs to be faster. It's got to be faster. Yeah, exactly. That's my that's <laughs> that's my bassist and fucking uh, my guitarist right now for It's All Good. They're just fucking like, let's go. I'm like, fuck, I don't want to like that. But yeah, okay. no, no, that's the thing. It's like, they fucking hated me. Yeah. But then they, but then the drummers, all, all of the bands, right, and all, and, and all the bands I've ever been in, the drummers probably hated me the most, but they're my best friends. <laughs> nice. They were always my best, best, best friends. The drummers are always my best friends, and it always worked out that way too. Ah, fuck it. Yeah. Why fuck with it? I, yeah, I can't. Fu- I can't yeah. fuck with the formula. We loved each other. Yeah. When it came to band practice, like fuck. No, dude. They're like, why do you make me play no effects all the time? I don't want to fucking play it. <laughs> like I made my first drummer, who is or was, he, I think he still plays a little now, but. He was only playing like Nirvana and Green Day. Oh, uh, okay. Or just it's it's punk, but it's like slower punk ish. Yeah. Even Green Day. Yeah. It's not super. And then went from like that to like No Effects, Bad Religion, like Slayer type oh, of fat. Shit, like how dude. fast it goes. Yeah. Like you know. Yeah. And then he was just like, dude. I was like, that's what we want. Yeah. And the only, the only, at the time, the only good person in the band was the drummer. <laughs> and he was awesome that's rad and he played left-handed and everybody was just like oh shit that's a trip yeah everyone was like that's a trip fuck dude and he plays left-handed like yeah. i play like I, i'm left-handed but i play right-handed guitar so i'm oh. like yeah it's like we had this weird Whoa. thing going it was so fun such a good time Damn, left-handed people have an advantage i think in life ah uh, we die fast we die early is that true i guess i don't know i, don't know. I heard that somewhere i heard that somewhere too <laughs> i don't know where but i just feel like with everything with people that are left-handed they always have an advantage like I want to say, uh, with uh, soccer, like one of the you know the gnarliest dudes are always the ones that are left footed, left handed. Oh really? Yeah. Interesting. It's it's gnarly. Huh. I mean, not to say that no one that is not left handed or left footed is not good, but like they definitely have a natural like. So when do you when do you skate? Are you do you go? Is are you goofy? Or are you I'm are go- okay? So get this. So because that's an interesting topic. Yeah, that's okay. For, you know, for- let's let, yeah. So let's switch it up to that one. So. When um my, one of my closest buddies that I grew up skating with, he's regular footed and right handed. Okay. So when I skated with him, which regular footed? So let's make it clear. What's regular? Okay. Footed? So regular footed. Is that that's right when, foot 
top? No, no. That's when you're right. Okay, so let's see. That's when you're, it's supposed to be like this. You go, so it's your left foot top and you're pushing with your right foot, right leg, really. So that's regular. That's regular footed. So your left shoulder is leading when you're skating, technically, because if we want to include Mongo in there, your left shoulder should be leading in order for you to count to be regular footed. Gotcha. It's your shoulder. It, because some people will push Mongo, which means I am going to lead with my left and I'm going to stand on my right and push with my left. Interesting. Okay. So, the, and then you flip that shit around and then now I'm goofy footed, which means that I'm going to lead with my right shoulder, stand on my left and push with my right. But that's not how you're supposed to skate. And people might like, no, fuck that. Now, but the thing is that when it comes to skating, when you push Mongo, you actually have to have it's harder to set your feet up to the trick because you're making like two more steps. But anyway, but um, so for me, when I skate switch, which is technically riding uh, regular, uh-huh. I push Mongo. But when I ride goofy, my normal stance, I'm standing with my right, pushing with my left, leading with my right shoulder. Interesting. So I, I hope I didn't confuse people. I definitely. No, it's got about well articulated that I wouldn't go because I, oh, yeah, like. <laughs> I just skate. I, I skate regular then. Yeah. Because if you, I, I mean, lead. I lead with my left. Then that's what it means. But the thing is, I always lead with my left, like that. So for, ah, for, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah. for me, throwing a ball, my lead guitar hand, uh, my skating leg, uh, those things. Yeah. I always lead with my left, and I don't know if that's always correct in that sport. That that. Uh, you know, I because. Like I'm left-handed, and then people are like, "But that's righty guitar plays like this." And if you're backwards, it's just different playing guitar. But I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, I think I at this point I, but don't I you know I write left, so I that's what I'm saying. I always, okay. I always my whole everything I do with dominant is left. Okay, it's just left. Left. Everything's left. Yeah. No, for me, for the most part. For the most part, yeah. yeah. So yeah, because I'm I'm thinking yeah. I can no. I can cut scissors. Like with my right hand. Really? Yeah. That's not okay. So then, which yeah. is weird. That's weird. It is <laughs> weird. Yeah. They fucked me up with grade school because of that shit. <laughs> or the green handled scissors, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Fucking, you get, or the yeah, red handled, dude, whatever. You like green, like switching colors. Like, is there any no. left handed scissors? No. Got to learn to use yeah. the right. So I have to turn them upside down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking do it, dude. That's funny you say that because that also reminds me of like when I realized how different it was for a lefty. Remember that Simpsons episode where they had like the store and all this shit about Flanders being left-handed? Yes, <laughs> I do remember that. Yes. Yeah, that was like everything's like backwards. Yeah, dude. It, and so when I play drums as well, I can only play left-handed. That's how I was just noticing because so you're left. Yeah, so yeah. My hi hat arm is my left. Yeah, high. So you would do it on this side. Exactly. Right? Yeah, I do it this way. Oh shit! So every time I play drums, because my other my drummer was left-handed, I learned how he learned. Because when my first band, he was drumming. He was like, yeah, just, you know, just do it. And I was like, let me get behind it. And I was like. And you just didn't even think about didn't it, huh? didn't think about it. I just That's got behind point, yeah. it. It felt natural. I was like, my 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 left leg is leading the bass drum, right? Oh, that's like. And then my hi-hat, snare. That's it. That's so gnarly. I, I, so then it's yeah. all backwards, right? Well, I don't know. It's just left. That's just so crazy. My, uh, I was, t- I had this conversation with, uh, my bassist for It's All Good. And, uh, he, he was doing something where he was, he's leading. So he's always like tapped and stuff. So he was leading with his left, but then playing with the kick drum with the right. 
And and like I just let him, and he was trying to like give me an idea. He was giving me an idea for the song, right, for the uh, drum yeah. part. Yeah. And I told him, and I was kind of like tripping out because I it it was like, whoa, wait, hold on, you're leading with this hand, but you're kicking with the op. And and then I told him, dude, you play this way. And he's like, oh, I thought I was doing it wrong. The whole I don't remember what he said. I was drunk. Yeah, yeah, no, but for I sure. told him. <laughs> You're not playing anything wrong, dude. You're just like you. You're leading with a different part of your body. Exactly. That's it. And then he ended up playing drums like that. Huh. I was like that, and that's all it took for him to understand that difference because he kind of caught himself before. That's but, awesome. But anyway, so yeah, you. I mean, I. Totally cool. I, I yeah, and I never learned. I never was uh, aware of that difference until I when I messed up my ankle. From right, right, my, you yeah, know? yeah. So, I um. Actually, no, no, it was my other, it was the other way. I ended up messing up my right ankle for about a month too. And um, I couldn't kick with the right foot. Right. So then when I was like, I'm not going to bail on practice. I have to go practice because I want to fucking play music. Yeah. So then I told my friend, like, if you can give me an extra day, I'll practice. He's like, whatever, dude, don't worry. We'll just wait till you get better. I'm like, no, I'm going to fucking do this. Yeah, yeah. So then at home, I switched the bass drum and did all this kind of funky shit. So then I started playing with my left foot and leading with the right like normal that was hella hard and i don't know how i did it but i managed to do it and they're like well you didn't play fills but you kept the beat so that's good enough that's, yeah that's which is that. the point of being a drummer exactly and but anyway yeah yeah it, that was so going back to it so that's hopefully a, a clear explanation of what it means to be regular footed and left uh and goofy, goofy footed. footed yeah definitely. It's, it really should be based on the shoulder not where your feet are not where your feet are yeah that makes sense. Yeah. Because you're leading with something, right? Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I, I never really, I mean, I, I, I understood, but I never really understood. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, just I got it and it just yeah. felt natural. Yeah. But I didn't know if that was correct or not correct. That's always it the case. Just, yeah. It's to me, it was like, fuck it. That's just natural. Yeah. You know, even when I'm like uh, cooking and cutting vegetables, yeah. it's all left hand. Yeah. You know, other people do it the other way. Yeah. And when people were showing me, my friend's a chef and he's right handed. He's like. Yeah, you got to do it like this. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm left-handed. He's like, oh, well, that's weird. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And I'm like, what do you mean, oh, no? I'm doing the same thing, just on the opposite side. Yeah. And you could tell because some of the boards are switched around because you like, well, not switched around, but like the the way it would flow, right? Like so. Yes, yes, and, I know. So, and your arm would, would hit, kind of like even if you sit down to eat next to somebody. Like, yeah. let's just say you're at a good dinner, right? Yeah. You're just thinking, whatever. I'm going to hold the fork with my left hand. Yeah, I, if, I do. If you're right-handed, you're going to be next to me bumping elbows. So you can't sit me next to a right-handed person. Yeah, no, no. I have to, you have to be like on the on the uh, what, away from yeah. people yeah. kind of a thing mm-hmm. or like the other side of you. Yeah. Like I have to be on the, in the, 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 the like the, air, the aisle seat. The aisles. Yeah. That for, I, I, yeah, it's funny you say that because I know I'm right handed when I write and everything. And I can write with my left, but when it comes to like brushing my teeth, when it comes to like eating and stuff, I've always done it left handed and I can't do it any other way. Interesting. And, and like, um, yeah. So when, uh, my girlfriend and I go out to dinner and she sits to, uh, to my right, it, it works perfect because our, you know, arms are never bumping. You never bumping each other. But when we yeah. one time sat next to each other on the opposite side, she was like, "Dude, can you move?" I was like, "I'm not that close to you." And she's like, "Oh shit, you are left-handed when you eat." I was like, I can't. I mean, yeah, and but yeah, it's it's it not just, the same. It's not the same. It's different. It's, it's weird. Definitely different for sure. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's a crazy world out there. It for is. That. Yeah. Everyone's different, dude. It's yeah. okay though, man. Because you're like, it's am- almost ambidextrous of doing things. I think it's we like sh- yeah. I'm dominant left. 
but I can do a lot of different weird yeah. things with my right hand. Yeah. And then some people are just way dominant right and do weird things with their left hand. Yeah, yeah. Makes For sense. sure, it makes sense. Fuck it, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, it is, man. It's fucking crazy. All right, man. Well, uh, let's wrap it up. Yeah. Um. So, March 16th. March 16th. It's all good it's at all the good. backyard. Back Back door, back bar, back bar, back bar, back door, backyard, back bar. <laughs> Hit San the Jose. back bar in San Jose. <laughs> if you're around the area, yeah, fucking go. Yeah, guys, thank you. So yeah, all right, man. Well, cheers, cheers, man. Thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me on. And we'll see you late for sure. All right, all right. That's it, everybody. You guys have a great St. Patrick's Day. Don't drink green beer. You can drink some Guinness or some other wonderful stouts. Um. Yeah. Don't be a don't be a shithead. You can do a car bomb, maybe. Even that's not super Irish, but you can do a car bomb. It's allowed. Uh, stay safe. Have fun. Enjoy. Try not to be too much of a shit heel. Um. Let's see. I want to thank um the Rosen Crown, Palo Alto, El Arsenal, San Carlos, Mountain View, Jane's Beer Store. And the Willow Market at uh, Mount or Menlo Park. All great places where you can get great beer and meet great people. And hang out and have a good time. Um, so, yeah. So, I'll talk to you guys next week. Uh, where uh, there will be another podcast. So, uh, yeah. Stay tuned. Stay <laughs> tuned.